Go Postal does not advocate or encourage the abuse of alcoholic beverages. We ask that you drink responsibly. If you feel you have a substance abuse problem, we encourage you to seek professional help. Hi, Michael. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why that was so awkward that time. You're just like, and go. Do it. Do it. Okay. So someone I know sent someone an accidental text message. Like it was supposed to go to someone else and it was really inappropriate. (sighs) And I realized that that's one of my favorite things is uh, either autocorrect fails or accidental text messages. Um. I've I've never done that before, but it would be pretty awkward. You've never done that before. Yeah, right. Shut up, Michael. This person is to remain anonymous, okay? <laughs> I shan't say any more. Um, so I was wondering have what, what's your worst like autocorrect fail? Uh, I, I I'm usually pretty good about catching autocorrect fails, but one time in high school, I was having two text conversations with two two different people, of course. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a gay friend who was in New York and he was complaining about how cold it was. And the other friend was a girlfriend of mine, not like a dating girlfriend, just a girl who was a friend <laughs> <laughs> who I wasn't out to just yet. And she was also complaining about how cold it was because she had just got back from Arizona. Uh-huh. And she was like, I shouldn't have worn a skirt to get off the plane here in Colorado. And I thought I was talking to my gay friend. <laughs> so I texted, oh, it's okay. I once wore a skirt and heels and nothing else outside on a winter's day. And I was perfectly fine. And she texted back, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, dear. oh, fuck my life (laughs) okay michael if you said that to me now i would still be like what the fuck (laughs) well it's true i mean i i don't think i said some i i think i was trying to explain sometime i went as frankenfurter or something oh right you it's one of those things you try and like make up for it real quick Uh, yeah that is actually one of my biggest nightmares is sending something really inappropriate to the wrong person or to like a parent especially um so i always try and make sure very clearly that it, the person i'm sending something inappropriate to is the right person mm-hmm. uh-huh um so i found a few ones online uh Ooh. that are not mine but they're pretty good they're pretty good. yeah um maybe next week we'll have to do some favorite autocorrect fails because those always have me in stitches most of these are parents sending the wrong thing to their children oh those are so awkward (laughs) so awkward so here we have a see you later wink face and it's a picture of a woman in a very scantily clad and the response is you mom what the hell whoops sorry honey can you forward to dad mom no gross (laughs) there is no shame in that none at all um, so the person at the top of the, uh, you know how it says the contact name at the top, it's mom heart says, 
the person is texting, I'm pretty sure I'm horny 24-7 when it comes to you. Mom's response, <laughs> what? Oh, my Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord above me. That was not to you. Sarah, who is it about? Are you seeing someone? Uh... Um, so uh, to dad, this is from dad's cell. Um, this person is saying, tonight is the night for me and Kyle. Nervous but excited. Call me. Dad replies, the night for what? You better be talking about math homework. And <laughs> that was for Danny. Sorry, dad. Ignore that. He's like, oh, hell, I will answer your phone. <laughs> oh that's such a dad response um uh, yeah. this is from mom hey long dong silver i want to ride the baloney pony tonight you up oh. for the rodeo <laughs> oh. oh what the baloney pony long dong silver <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, response is oh my god mom I'm not coming home tonight. Ah! But she, she said, oops, sorry, honey. That was meant for your dad. Just erase that image from your mind. Oh, yeah. That is nope. not something you can erase. That That is burned into your head forever. Okay. So I have uh, one or two more. And you tell me if what's too much. But um, from Mom Cell, I think I'm about to have the first lesbian experience in my life. Excited, but nervous. Mom, what the fuck? I did not mean to text you that. No shit. I don't even want to know. And mom tries to cover this up quite clearly. Oh, it is just an inside joke with Liz and me. Person's like, yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) So topless photo and then in caps, what is this? Oops. Sorry, dad. Oh, no. (laughs) I can say I fucked up on autocorrect and may have sent an inappropriate message once to the wrong person, but I have never done anything on this level. No. Oh, that reminds me. I once was texting my dad to see when he was going to be home or when he was leaving for a trip mm-hmm. or when he was going to be gone or something. And then I found out and I texted my friends. I was like, well, I meant to text my friends. Oh, so we're going to have a party on this day. And I accidentally sent it to my <laughs> dad. <laughs> Oops. Busted. I don't think he said anything. He was probably just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're a kid. Have fun. So we actually got this one in our P.O. box. I love getting cards in our P.O. box. It is a picture of a lovely sunset over the ocean. And I'm assuming Aww. it was taken by the person. So that's they well done you, whoever you are, because they did not say who they were. Um, so here we go. Craziest thing I've done drunk. I once got drunk, put on my size 14 stilettos, worked, W-E-R-K-E-D, my makeshift (laughs) driveway runway and saying hello, Dolly, sexily at four in the goddamn morning, and then passed out and proceeded to unconsciously Ralph all over some library books. What can I say? I'm a classy lady boy. Craziest thing I've seen from drunk people? My mom, oh God, my mom once came home drunk while I was watching Charlie Brown Xmas and thought Snoopy was masturbating upside down smiley face. Photo of San Diego, by the way. Find some good boobs, booze, and bizarre. Well, thank you. Yay. We'll, we'll call you classy lady boy. Thank you, classy lady boy. Classy um, lady boy. Gosh, I never hope that my the craziest thing I've ever seen someone else do drunk is from my parents. Uh just no. No one ever want to see that. So yeah. Michael, are you ready for your boobs, booze, and bizarre? 
I'm always ready for your boobs, booze and bizarre. I know you are. Boobs, booze and bizarre. All right, so here's a law. There's no drinking and driving. Duh. And no drinking and being a passenger. But I don't even mean like an open alcohol container. Like you can't be drunk and in the car. How are you supposed to get from one place to another in a cab or something? Like what? I don't know. No clue. It makes no sense. I have a feeling. You can only drink at hotels. (laughs) I guess so. Or you have to sleep at the bar, which bars generally don't like. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No person who is under the influence of alcohol or narcotic drugs may be in a vehicle on the street or other public places, apparently including passengers. So there you go. Jesus. Uh, Here's one about a bar. The city's Dick's Last Resort Bar encouraged their staff to be as rude and as obnoxious as possible as part of their dining experience. (laughs) That does not sound like a place I really want to go. No. People love the shit out of that type of stuff, though. (sighs) If you abuse them, they are so into it. So are you allowed to abuse them back? Is that part of it? Probably not. And if you do, then God help you, because they probably have some sort of retort ready for you. They will roast you so hard. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So this was an article in The Voice of San Diego. So this is um, a bit of a scandalous story about uh, San Diego and prohibition. So this is in 1929, nine years into prohibition. It was pretty common for authorities in San Diego to look the other way when major conventions were in town. Because obviously people wanted to drink and drunk people spend money. Uh, I can say that my bank account uh, can corroborate this. Mm -hmm. The American Legion, a veterans organization formed after the Great War, was going to be in town. So a quote-unquote irrigation committee, clever name, was formed in order for the troops to get properly sauced on good hooch. (laughs) The committee... um, got into contact with a bootlegger and arranged for 3,500 to 4,000 gallons of liquor to be brought to this convention. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Testimony suggested that both the San Diego mayor and the police chief indicated they wouldn't interfere. Quote unquote, I am not going to bother the conventions, particularly the American Legion convention. Uh, Police Mm. chief Arthur Hill allegedly told a member of the liquor ring. Um, but someone did tip off the authorities, the federal ones, not the local ones. And mm. agents confiscated $27,000 worth of liquor, which is equal to more than $340,000 worth today. Holy fuck. Yeah. A chemist later found it was 44 to 58% alcohol, the equivalent of up to 116 proof. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, that's definitely enough for a legionnaire to forget prohibition or the Great War. Uh, ever existed no shit after it was confiscated however uh there was rumor that the mayor had a plan to quote unquote return it to uh the or return the liquor to its proper place so like basically return it to where it was confiscated from so that they could still drink it Mm. this never happened and federal authorities kept the booze But neither the police chief or the mayor went down for the scandal. The federal prosecutor even went out of his way to say they were being set up. Uh, Talk about friends in high places. No shit. Um, So here's some uh, boobs for you. And I I went a little bit out there on this one. I I had some trouble finding some boobs facts for you. But (laughs) 
animals are banned from mating publicly within 1,500 feet of a tavern, school, or place of worship. And that is California-wide, just to make note of that. Okay, I have issue with that wording. A tavern is a place of worship. You don't have to put it in your choice. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay. Um, so an article that... So I put in... Uh, sex in san diego or something you know just my google search i come up with some really weird stuff in my google searches um and someone wrote an article of top five san diego spots for outdoor sex oh god is one of them a canoe (laughs) no that's canadians honey (laughs) um so i'll share a few of these and i just love how they like the things that they included in some of these places so black's beach There are some unique considerations for this area, including hang gliders above, sketchy male voyeurs, and naked volleyball players, which sounds way better than it looks. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, yeah. Um, I guess at least when people are in their bikinis and like speedos and stuff, things are somewhat being held into place. Um, Balboa Park. If you are there when it's crowded, as a courtesy to others, Look for one of the more secluded wooded areas. As a courtesy. As a courtesy and, you know, to make it less illegal. Uh, um, a place called Bird Rock. This is this might be my favorite. I hope this one surprises you since we don't hear a lot about this location. While this is the name of a neighborhood in La Hala, there is also an actual quote-unquote Bird Rock. A rock situated in the ocean just beyond the beach where birds like to hang out. I think having sex on a rock in the ocean is just cool. But be be warned, Michael, be warned. You will probably have to stand. There's ample bird crap and little crabs might nibble at your bear behind. Oh. (laughs) So are you so turned on right now? Like, are you so excited to go have sex at Bird Rock? No. 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 Uh, the other two were Coronado Beach and Sunset Cliffs in Port Loma. Port PT Port Loma. Um so there you Point, go. I think. Oh Point Loma. I, I don't know. I don't live there. Also it's La Jolla, not La Jolla. I said La Jolla. Is was it La Jolla? Oh, La Jolla. It's La Jolla. Oh yeah. my god. Well, at least I didn't say La Jolla. La Jolla. <laughs> sorry. That's just <laughs> La Jolla. No, you're right, because the double L is the Y. Okay. Okay, sorry. It's okay. I, I may speak French, but I do not speak Spanish. No, it's the Colorado in you. We don't we don't pronounce Spanish words as they should be pronounced in Colorado this with our town names. This is that's also true. Yeah. Um so yeah, there's there's your boobs for you, Michael. Yeah. I love it. If any of you are in San Diego, now you know the top places to go have outdoor sex. All right. So Just you- uh be careful on Bird Rock. Don't don't get <laughs> Don't get your uh, you, you don't knickers want, in a pinch. You don't want any crap in your crack. Just saying. Crap in your crack. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Continue. Go on, Carla. Okay. So Let's bizarre. move past this. <laughs> Quickly. Ooh. All right. So here's your bazaar. Uh, San Diego produces more avocados than any other place in the country. Hypnotism is banned by public schools in San Diego. I wonder what happened at one of these schools for it to be banned. La Jolla used to have an area of houses built strictly for small people, sometimes referred to as the quote-unquote munchkin houses, 
due to the oh fact my God. yeah due to the fact they are inhabited by some of the actors who played munchkins in the wizard of oz film uh <laughs> you look so uncomfortable right now i'm so uncomfortable <laughs> are you uncomfortable thinking of a tiny house is that it because you're like six foot three well i mean yes but just calling a group of houses the munchkin houses but I guess if they were the munchkins, quote unquote, in The Wizard of Oz, then it's not as bad. Uh, yeah. Mark. I, well, and if you think about when The Wizard of Oz was made in 1938, like this would have been a lot more okay. Today, it's totally not BC. No. Um, the San Diego Zoo played home to the first baby panda born in the Western Hemisphere since 1990. Pandas. I know. Uh, with Hua Mei. Is that how I say that? Hua Mei? Born. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can correct me on my Spanish, Michael. You can't correct me on my Chinese. Like, really, get with it. I can't. <laughs> Born to a pair of giant pandas. All right. Uh, the city of San Diego has not, you're totally not going to care about this, but someone in our listeners might. Uh, <laughs> the city of San Diego has never won a World Series, a Super Bowl, or an NBA final title. Oh, those poor San Diegans. I know. With them and their perfect weather and beach, and ugh, they just have it so hard. Ugh. Uh, the children's pool in La Jolla isn't open for swimming due to an uncontrollable issue with seal poop. <laughs> so this is the second time we've <laughs> brought up poop. Maybe it should be poop, booze, and bizarre. Bowels, uh, booze, and bizarre. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> the wearing of shoes with heels, which measure more than two inches in height and less than one square inch. So no stilettos, ladies. Sorry. Um, upon the public streets and sidewalks of the city is prohibited without the wearers first obtaining a permit for the wearing of such shoes. Huh? All right. And your last bizarre uh, fact for the day. If you live in San Diego, you should probably be aware that it's illegal to shoot rabbits from the back of a streetcar. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I'm going to have to revise my entire vacation plan, but... Right, your whole itinerary. Okay. First check was to, or first stop was to get on a streetcar, shoot a rabbit, you're going to skin it, cook it for dinner, plan yeah. out the window, Mike. I'm sorry. I... Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right, Michael, do you have a card for me? Show enough. It is uh, another traditional native artwork by Bo Dick. It is a wolf um, from, I I feel really bad not knowing how to pronounce this, but I don't want to try and butcher it because I have respect for the tribe, so I'm not going to. Okay, I said Lahala, so I mean could it be worse? I'm not going to say it. I'll put, we'll we'll add it to the the post for the episode so all of you can see it, so I don't (laughs) offend anyone i because i feel really bad and i want them to get credit because it's a really cool postcard actually okay so uh this starts my first time to england the hostel i stayed at had a happy hour with one pound drinks for four hours holy shit yeah no crap and wait i was 18 and suddenly legally could drink after consuming way too much, I started talking to someone who was also extremely drunk. 
After talking for half an hour, he very seriously got down on one knee and proposed to me using the line, you need to marry me so that my children will have your eyes. Oh, I said, no. <laughs> what? Man, if I was super intoxicated like that, I would have, I definitely would have said yes. I mean, 18, first time being drunk here in a foreign country. I definitely would have said yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank God it wasn't Vegas. Oh, God. Yeah. That was a good one. And it's anonymous. They didn't didn't give a name. So thank you for giving us that lovely little little story. Oh, Michael, did I ever tell you that uh, I'm currently engaged? Oh, are you? I am. So I was at a Predators game here. And uh, the person who took me has season tickets. And she sits next to this other guy who has season tickets. And I was there one night, as I do with my flask. and had had a bit of a few Jack and Cokes kind of a deal. Or rum and Cokes or whatever I was drinking. And he was telling me about, yeah, millennials have it really hard. He's an older guy. He's 66. He's like, yeah, millennials have it really hard. You know, you guys have all these student loans and no health insurance. And he's like, man, I'm set. I had a pension. I have really good health insurance uh, with like Medicare to supplement it. And I turned to him and I looked very seriously. Nick, will you marry me? And he said yes. So uh, everybody's been planning our wedding. I since I can't ice skate, I'm going to walk down the ice rink on the red carpet and he's going to skate and we are going to get married on the ice rink. (laughs) I would like to make a note of it. I do not like hockey that much. Like it's fun to go watch every now and then, but I know. But I just thought I'd let you know I'm engaged to a 66 year old man. Well, I'm excited to go because I love ice skating and (laughs) hey, you can marry us just like I married you and David. Okay, I can do that. You can do that? All right. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay, well, that's never happening. Sorry. What's Uh, your next postcard? Well, Michael, I've decided to switch things up on you a little bit. Okay. So I have one from you and David. Oh. Oh, and it's a blast from the past because you guys had this huge issue of sending me postcards when you actually wrote them. Yeah. So you would send me postcards in letters and other cards with it. I remember that. But it does involve drinking. Um, So you wrote on the front of the envelope, what, a postcard and a card? Score. (laughs) And it's cute. It's two little rabbits, and it has a little gem, like a little rhinestone on it. Uh, And it says, friendship is sacred. Oh, I remember this card. (laughs) Yeah. So it says, friendship is sacred, especially when we're getting tanked together. (laughs) And you say, sorry, we're so bad at posting postcards after we write them, but at least you get these ridiculous cards as well. In all capital letters, we can't wait to get tanked with you again. And then you write heart and asterisk. And under those, you write parentheses love, parentheses cat anus. (laughs) And then David signed it. Uh, I think that's always like David's contribution to cards. He just like signs his name. He's good enough. It's that's pretty much I'll hand him a card and he'll be like, I don't know what to write. And I just say, just fucking sign it. David. <laughs> You're like, I'll take it from there. So as long I, as it's in your handwriting, that's all they care. about. You know, I just figured I'd keep the theme going with the, the cat anus and the seal poop. It just had to keep the theme going. God, I am so sorry, listeners. This is 
Oh, you didn't know what you were signing up for, and I apologize. I didn't either. I don't I, think Carla knew either. I didn't either. Nope. I just show up, Michael. I I make no guarantees about content. Well, speaking of signing up for things, I have another card that deals with marriage. Yay! <laughs> since since we're on a theme, <laughs> it's an octopus card from the Vancouver. Okay, I I think we're back. Uh, I think so. Can you hear me? Yeah. When did it stop recording? Like a second ago. Oh, okay. I thought we missed the whole episode. Nope. Uh, my elbow just hit something on the keyboard and it just stopped. Uh, okay. Uh, what were we saying? Were we apologizing? We were apologizing for to our listeners yes, about <laughs> apologizing to our listeners because we don't they don't know what they signed up for and we didn't know what we signed up for and and then themes themes yes i marriage. have uh, the theme of marriage it, that's come up once before in this podcast and it's uh, a postcard of uh some octopus tentacles from the vancouver aquarium that's pretty cool those. it is really cool I, I like it um so this one's also anonymous but uh they say finding a wedding commissioner feels a lot like online dating you get a photo and an email, and this is how you pick who's going to marry you. Do you want to meet for coffee? Oh my god, what do I what do I do with my hands? I know it's soon, but can we talk about marriage? <laughs> I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> You'd think there would be an easier way to do this. Is it just me? So apparently you have to have like an official wedding commissioner to marry you in bc okay we we just found this out and there's like a very rigid script that each of you has to say for you to be legally married but then everything just goes out the window if it's religious like it could be any sort of religious leader who does it and you don't have to say any of that like official legal stuff it's well, weird that is really so weird. that's that's what the whole wedding commissioner was all about all right, wedding commissioner. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds like like the police commissioner. Yeah, right. Do, do they read you your Miranda rights instead? You're just like you have the right to have an attorney present. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that. You basically <laughs> say something like, "I am unadorned and I am legally allowed to marry you and take you on as my partner." So it just sounds like so. Like, yeah, I guess I'll marry. <laughs> oh, I'd I'd almost become religious to have to avoid that. <laughs> well i was thinking at that point could you just declare yourself like star trek is my religion and have a star <laughs> trek wedding or something i <laughs> the only stipulation if you have a star trek wedding is uh you gotta speak and cling on one of you has to be Klingon, and one of you has to be um uh vulcan oh there you go I, it's I, I my knowledge of star trek is disgracefully little <laughs> it's okay i could go on that's all we do we come home and we watch star trek not that the sun is out no it when it's raining that's what we do anyway I'm I, I didn't realize you're such a big trekkie michael uh yeah we love star trek there is so much shame in this admission right now there's no shame <laughs> i love star trek we went to the museum of pop in seattle and they have this whole star trek exhibit and it's amazing they have so many costumes and it's so cool and i love it anyway carla and your next postcard warp speed so this is my final postcard 
And it is from these lovely, lovely, lovely ladies who have been such a big help to us. Um, And you've even heard a promotion from them before. These are from the hostesses, host, host, hostesses of How I Met My Murder, uh, which is a true crime podcast. And on the front, it's a cute little puppy inside of a boot. And it says, I'm into weird shit. (laughs) Which they are so right. I'm into weird shit. They're definitely into weird shit. Um, So at the top, it says, Breaking bad news with baby animals. Dear Go Postal, your Katia wanted to drop you a line. Can't wait to see you guys in Birmingham. Birmingham. We love you. Go Postal and How I Met My Murder forever. Love, Amanda Norma. Uh, In parentheses, Amanda is drunk. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, ladies, for participating in our podcast. Uh, Unfortunately, Michael will not be in Birmingham, but I am going down to Birmingham for a weekend. So hopefully I can get some more junk postcards from those girls while I'm there. I'm so excited to hear all about it. Oh, yes. There will be all the touch note postcards. Oh, so many. Even though it takes five weeks for them to get to Canada. (laughs) Can we take a minute to talk about how shit Canadian Post is? It's the worst. It is That's all that needs to be said. So bad. So bad. I get things from England faster than I get them from Canada. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm Norma. And I'm Amanda. And we're the ladies of How I Met My Murder, an Alabama true crime podcast. We cover everything from cults to serial killers to just plain weird crime. All with giggles and a few rabbit holes along the way. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. Also, follow us on Twitter at how underscore murder or Instagram at how I met my murder and stay up to date on what's coming. Bye! All right, Michael, what's your final postcard for me? Final postcard. Final postcard. It's uh, a wedding photo. It says wedding number 401. And if you look closely, it's actually a wedding party of all women. Ooh, scandalous. Yeah, so scandal. It's from Jan Saudek in 1990. It's called The Wedding, and it's from the book Saudek, Love, Life, Death, and Other Such Trifles. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so it says, One time on study abroad in Havana... A group of eight or so of us were trying to hail two taxis to head downtown to a party. An ambulance pulled over and the driver said he'd take us for a dollar per person. We negotiated down to four dollars total. On the way over, setting on, sitting on the cots in the back of the ambulance on our way and the guys in the cab passed back some rum so we danced and drank rum and got to our destination in an ambulance in cuba (laughs) in where cuba in havana what so wait wait. the ambulance drivers were drinking rum yeah and giving people dance party lifts around the city Uh, i guess so for four (laughs) dollars uh we need to go to cuba tomorrow yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Do you know how scary that is to think that your ambulance, like, first you go and you hope that you can have a party in the back of an ambulance in Cuba, but then you really hope that you don't need that ambulance for actual ambulancing reasons. 
No, it maybe maybe you just use a cab to to go to the hospital rather than an ambulance. <laughs> You'd probably be better off. <laughs> oh yeah. Man. So uh, last week you had me totally stumped where you were. I think for the first time you've had me properly stumped. So where the totally fuck were you? Totally stumped. So this is where the fuck am I? Of course. The game where I describe where I am, what I've seen, and what I've had to eat or drink, and you guess where the fuck I am. Because I don't even know, and apparently Carla didn't either. Anyone who guesses correctly first through our social media or email will be the winner, and you'll get a shout-out on our next episode. And once again, if y'all like us so much, we might get some merch, and we can use that as a prize. So spread the word, damn it. Uh, (laughs) We... We do have a winner from last week's episode. Someone guessed Um, it? Someone guessed it. Yeah. And they got it right. Lacey H. told me I was in Mykonos on our Instagram. Thank you for helping out, Lacey. Lacey, you are a goddamn genius. I was so lost. In fact, I messaged Mike in the middle of the week and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I think I got it. I think I got it is it Istanbul? And I was, I was so sure I had it right. He's like, no, but you're at least in the right area. Uh, You were closer with Athens. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Well, what had me was Byzantine church. And I'm like, Ooh, where is extremely Byzantine? Mm. Constantinople? No, no. Sometimes I like to throw you guys for a loop. Yeah, yeah, that was too much everyone for a loop this week except for not lacy you go lacy all right michael so where the fuck are you this week well let me just oh, uh, sorry, just sorry, go through where i was so uh the places i visited in mykonos so after a shot of ouzo that was the anise flavored uh drink aperitif <laughs> uh i wanted i wanted to attack the 16th century windmills of Cato Millie, like a Homerian Don Quixote. Get it? Because it's Greece. Uh, Homer. Uh, After eating my delicious Euro, get it? Because it's Greece. Okay. (laughs) I visited the Franken Church. I honestly have no idea how to say this, so I apologize. Panagia Paraportiani. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. Panagia Paraportiani. That was more Italian. I was going to say, Where? are we suddenly in Italy, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just what I do. Any Mediterranean language, I just. It just turn automatically it into Italian. Italian. <laughs> uh, that's where we found out we were all godless monsters. And then I visited the very unVenice like neighborhood of Little Venice, which is what I said last episode, but. It's just the neighborhood called Little Venice. So, you ready for my most recent travel diary? Yeah, Michael, where the fuck are you this week? As I'm clutching my breast and I don't know why. (laughs) Can I clutch my breast along with you so you don't feel, like, out of place? Please. (laughs) I'm I'm just going to hold my tit for the rest of the episode, all right? Okay, me too. All right. Wait, wait, does this make us bosom buddies? We are bosom... Oh my god. <laughs> I know, we're bosom buddies now. Like, really bosom buddies. I'm, I'm writing that down. Bosom buddies. 
Okay. I woke up not from a dream, but to a dream. A mountain of breakfast foods. <gasps> I don't care where I am. I'm already happy with this place. I, I know. A mountain of breakfast. <laughs> like, breakfast is the best meal of the day, and it should be eaten for every meal. I'm just every saying. Meal. Every meal. So this mountain was made up of eggs, bacon, sausage, black pudding, potato bread, and soda bread. Ooh. Yeah. Black pudding is delicious. Just saying. So I've heard. Oh my god. I mean, I know. I had it for breakfast in this place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> After my breakfast, I roll myself past a statue of a local physicist, of which is the namesake of a certain temperature, and into a museum. This museum has everything from a 2,500-year-old mummy that was unwrapped in this city in 1835, a quote-unquote superb example of Iron Age Celtic design, and artifacts from a 1588 Spanish shipwreck. Michael, did you know that they used to unwrap mummies in Victorian parlors in the 1800s, like, for fun? Yeah, that's yeah, like, so fucked up. It's a thing, yeah. They're like, ooh, yeah. let's unwrap this dead human that's been dead for 3,000 years for our entertainment. And, and that's how the movie The Mummy happens. Uh, Don't do that. Yeah. Hashtag true story. <laughs> Hashtag cursed. <laughs> um, speaking of shipwrecks, this city is known for housing the shipyards of a certain ill-fated ship. All right. Now, listen closely. The shipmakers really saw the ship through rose-colored glasses. <laughs> but little did they know something so avoidable would jack everything up. It's been 84 years. <laughs> this, this ship also has a production studio named after it, where a little show called Game of Thrones is filmed. Uh, I've had a hankering lately, and... By lately, I mean my entire life, for some creepy haunted spots. I went down to the city's prison that was opened in 1846 and in use as a prison, mind you, until 1996. Uh, can you say human rights violations? Seriously. <laughs> the paranormal tour informed me of the 17 executions carried out there and some of the more infamous prisoners, such as the suffragette Dorothy Evans and the Shank Hill butcher Lenny Murphy. Ooh. I then ended my day in what is allegedly the city's most well-known pub, which was built in the late 19th century and is decked out in Victorian-era decor and is to this day lit entirely by gaslight. Ooh, that sounds cool. I feel just like someone's old gay uncle here. <laughs> That's my travel diary. Now, where the fuck am I? I, Michael, I know exactly where you are this week. Do you? Yeah. Well, don't say it. Don't give it away. Okay, I can't. But but I actually know. I'm going to text it to you. Okay. Michael. I believe it. I've, I've been holding my tits through this whole thing. It's it's because you think I'm in Cheyenne, isn't it? Yes, you're motherfucking Cheyenne again, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so many ill-fated ships and mummies have passed through Cheyenne's walls. It's been 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, if 
any of you know where I am, just as Carla does, uh, please let it's us Cheyenne, know. Guys. It's Cheyenne. Get your free merch when we get yeah. it. Yeah, it's Cheyenne. I, Go with me on this one. I swear I will not lead you astray. No, she would never do that. I would never do that. I would. I will always lead you astray. Don't worry. Otherwise, be on the lookout for hints on our social media throughout the week. We post them on Wednesdays and Fridays. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Michael, I have our rando question for the week and we're going to kind of go back to uh, the very beginning. Yeah. What are some accidental texts you've sent or your worst autocorrect fails or what's the worst accidental text you've received? Uh, We want to hear from you. So there's an idea for your drunk ramblings for us. Um, As always, you can send us uh, postcards or letters or, cocktail napkins to uh, P.O. Box 198514 Nashville, Tennessee 37219 or to our email at for fuck's sake gopostalpodcast at gmail.com Michael (laughs) I just had a stroke. It's your turn. It's okay, Carla. You can find us on social media at gopostalpodcast. You can DM us there. You can find all of our hints and other posts, postcard pictures and whatnot there. Be sure to check us out. Uh, We hope to hear from you soon. But until then, auf Wiedersehen. Ciao.